0: Welcome to week 15 podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them. Week 15 listeners, welcome to week 16. Our first ever week 15 as a podcast is in the books. It was absolutely brutal to your boys here. Yeah.
1: Rough week for <laughs> sure. Rough.
0: And it wasn't just us. Um, You know, I was was looking across our league, and in League One, listener League One, the top four teams lost. The top four teams. That's kind of how it's been, you know? Crazy. It's been super competitive. Crazy. Congratulations to those still in it. Um, In League Two, three of the top four lost. Our leader, David Hazley, Toon Squad, went 13 and 1. Had 1,868 points in the regular season. Lost to his buddy Derek Dang. in week one. I imagine that the trash talk between those two has been heavy this week. As it should be. Yeah. As it sure. should be. But, David, that's rough, brother. That's rough, man. Yeah, I, I went season, up against... Man, great season. Oh, fantastic season. Uh, I went up against... Uh, you know, after we've been preaching for months. Lions, 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 Lions for the playoffs. I went up against somebody... That had oh, Caleb, Clint, Daniel. Yep, had Sam and Laporta and a Monroe St. Brown. They scored over fifty. Come on, yep. that was tough. To come back two from two players. In uh, in my brother's league, I led the league in scoring at the end of the regular season by eighty five points, and I lost by one point five points. It might have been that game where I went up against Laporta and and a I don't to think about it, but. Yeah, two bad beats and teams that I had that were very solid. So I'm, I'm remaining in the playoffs in one league, one of my five leagues now. Rough.
1: Yeah, that's a good league, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I almost skipped our wins again. Can't do that. Nope. Can't do that. So I'm going to start us off with wins. My little baby brother got married last weekend. Uh, he is in the Dominican Republic right now on Ooh. his honeymoon, living it up. Over there, he'll be back by Christmas morning. But uh, yeah, it was a great time hanging out with him and his buddies and just, uh, you know, all the family celebrate him and his new wife, Riley. Um, yeah, it was a win. I heard the speech was also a win. Hey, you know, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't <laughs> bad. My win is uh,
1: for the second straight year, our church, Johnny and I go yep. to church together. Uh, we put on a live nativity. Uh, there's some, you know, leaders within the church that help put it on, but Johnny and I are heavily involved. Um We were actually both Joseph last night, and we will be out there again tonight. So if you are in the Kokomo, Greentown, or surrounding area, come to Jerome Christian Church um, Thursday or Friday. Uh, We'll we'll be open from 6 to 9. It is just absolutely breathtaking. You won't find a better drive through nativity in the area, so I hope that we can see some
0: people out. Yeah, it's definitely an awesome experience, and we're excited to do that. All right, we are gonna waste no more time here. We're gonna jump right into this week's matchups. There are sixteen games. If you're still hanging in there in the playoffs, each position that you put out there to start is crucial. You gotta get it right. We're gonna do the best we can to give you guys a heads up on some of these matchups. Really, we were right a whole bunch last week. We did we did pretty well. Um I, I was spot on with the, the Panthers and Falcons game, and I was right about the Cowboys. You were right about the Cowboys, and it cost me bad, Um, real bad. I think I'm gonna be right about the Cowboys again this week, so here we go. Are you a fan of unique handcrafted treasures? Look no further than our own woodworking and collectibles business. At the studio at Benchtop Designs, we specialize in creating exquisite woodworking pieces and have found collectibles that will captivate your imagination. Each item is meticulously crafted with a passion and attention to detail, making them truly one of a kind. From stunning wooden furniture to custom made pieces, our collection showcases the beauty of available materials and the artistry through craftsmanship. Whether you're looking to add a touch of elegance to your home or searching for the perfect gift, our woodworking and collectibles are sure to impress. Visit our website at www.benchtopdesigns.studio and visit our inspiration gallery to explore our wide selection of handcrafted treasures from our family of satisfied clients. The studio at Benchtop Designs, where craftsmanship meets artistry.
1: All right, Johnny, I'll lead us off with the uh, Thursday night game this week. Uh, pretty interesting game, actually. Uh, two teams that are both 7-7. Seven and seven. Um, That is the New Orleans Saints and the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, that'll be in L.A., so no issues with the weather there. Um, both teams are healthy. I saw a report today where Olave will play. Um, but we finally got a 20-point game from Derek Carr. He has been absolutely mediocre, like not even fantasy-worthy all year long. Um and he did that without Olave, so it's gonna see. It's gonna be interesting to see how he does against a pretty good Los Angeles Rams defense. Um, Alvin Kamara is pretty much ma- uh, matchup proof, so you're you're firing him up for sure. I, I, I think he caught like four balls or five balls last week, so he's getting work on the ground and through the air. So you're definitely starting him. And Johnny, you've talked about this in the past. We really like the Rams. Um, Playoff uh, matchup teams, so you're firing all of them up. The Saints' defense is bottom third in passing and rushing, and which is actually a surprise because that defense the last few years has been like very very good. So I mean, Nakua, you're you're playing him. Cooper Cup, you're playing him. Stafford, like honestly, I have a question for you. Would you rather play Patrick Mahomes or Matthew Stafford?
0: this so, week? yeah, that, this is a question that we're going to get to later because on the team that I'm still in the playoffs in, I have Matthew Stafford and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's playing against, in my opinion, the best defense in football in the in Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So, I like, I am stuck. I have not decided yet, but I got to decide today. Yeah. I got I to have him set up today, you know? Yeah. Um. So, I like Matthew Stafford. I like his weapons. You've been I saying like, that for weeks like I like Brock Purdy. I like his weapons. When I look at the defensive comparisons, though, I would rather take Matthew Stafford going against the Saints than Brock Purdy going against the Ravens. I think that's the only hard thing is because – uh, you know the weapons that Brock Purdy has, he could throw a two-yard screen to Christian McCaffrey and him make seven people miss and take it eighty yards for a touchdown. So that's he could, like throw, a he could throw a tap pass to Debo, yeah. to the house, yeah. So, but I
1: mean, this this Saints defense is bottom third in both passing
0: and rushing. So yeah. you're you're playing the Rams for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm leaning. All right, my first matchup that I'm going to talk about here, and this is again, these are not in order of when they are played. Okay, so the first game I'm going to talk about is actually. The very first game on Christmas Day, the 1 o'clock game. You got your Raiders at the Chiefs. And let me just say that the Raiders are the most unpredictable team in this league right now. Two weeks ago, they scored zero points against the Vikings, who I believe to have a decent defense. Last week, they scored, what was it, 63 points? I mean, I know the defense had some. Defense scored twice. But... (laughs) But even then, even then, the the offense is cranking out what seven touchdowns? Infuriating. Like, <laughs> what are we supposed to do with that? No. I will say it's going to be at Kansas City. Um, the Chiefs' defense is top five in my opinion. Um, I'm gonna pick that the Chiefs' defense gets it done against the Raiders. But I mean, geez, if we look at numbers, it's going to average out to making it look like I'm crazy for saying that. Um, I like a lot. I, I think the ball is going to go to Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers. They're, they get designed plays. Okay, that's about all that's working consistently throughout the year is that you can see them getting touches, and, and, and that's you know looking after Josh McDaniels made his next made his exit. Um, as far as the Chiefs go, man, dude, I'm, I'm ready for them to cut Kadarius Tony. He still gets the ball a lot, but he drops passes that turn into interceptions so many times. Mahomes was ticked. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I've been on the end of that before. It's like when it happens one time, it's like, dang it, man. Like, you screwed me there, but we'll move past it. How many times? I mean, happening twice? That's absurd to me. Absurd. I mean, playing quarterback before, I mean, I can tell you this. If a guy drops two passes in a game, you remember. You remember that game. You remember for the rest of the year. And it's not like, okay, I'm not going to throw them the ball anymore. But you remember <laughs> when you call the play in the huddle and you're going up to the line of scrimmage and you're thinking about what's going to look the best, you remember who drops passes. And uh, I just can't tell you how much – Um, I believe Patrick Mahomes is either advocating for less targets to go to him or just in general going to throw it to him less. I don't like Kadarius Toney, Um, especially as we get in the clutch clutch time of this season. Uh, But yeah, I mean, the Raiders defense, they've had good games. They've had bad games. Mahomes is still the best quarterback. Rasheed Rice is the one I want to talk about. He has clearly emerged as wide receiver one there in Kansas City. He's going to get play designs. He's going to get force-fed by Mahomes – who's probably better at force-feeding than anybody else. So Rasheed Rice, up, up, up. Kadarius Tony, down, down, down. As far as the rest of the game goes, very unpredictable. (laughs) Very unpredictable. I think the Chiefs win probably by two scores, but I don't know who's getting the touches. For my second game, we're going to be talking about Saturday
1: with the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This game has a high of 47 and cloudy, so we're not looking at any uh, precipitation. But again, we all know how the weather changes. Um, I'll be honest, Johnny, I'm not starting any Steelers with any sort of confidence. (laughs) How could you? Uh, I mean, Najee Harris, he didn't practice Monday or Tuesday. He was a full participant today, but he is splitting carries with Jalen Warren, who has been the far more explosive back. Um, and if you've seen any of the reports,
0: Mason Rudolph is going to be under center. I'm, I'm as a former card guy, or I mean, I guess I'm still a card guy. I'm rooting for Mason Rudolph because once upon a time I invested a lot of money in Mason Rudolph. It paid off, actually, there in his rookie season. Um, but yeah, I made some investments after that. I would love to see him do well, but we'll see.
1: But we're probably not starting any of his no, uh, pass catches. I'm not with betting on it. any sort of confidence. <laughs> um, and then for the uh, Bengals, Jamar Chase will be down for this game. So I think T. Higgins is a must start. Him and Browning looked really, really good. Uh, this past weekend, but I could also see more work for Tyler Boyd and uh,
0: tight end Tanner Hudson. I think they could be heavily involved in this game. I'm very big on Tyler Boyd, actually. In in previous years when this has happened, when either T. Higgins or um, uh, Jamar Chase has been hurt like last year, Tyler Boyd saw a ton more work. Now, it didn't happen so much this year, but it's happened in the past. Uh, Mixon is on a tear right now. Uh, he's
1: probably an RB2 for your lineups this week. The Steelers are middle of the pack against the run. So this figures
0: to be a good football game, but maybe not fantasy production. My next game, we're going to talk about the Giants at the Eagles. One of the few areas I was wrong last week was my expectation that the Eagles were going to score like 100 points on the Seahawks. Didn't happen. They dropped a the bag. Rough. Rough loss. Hertz was definitely sick. For sure. For sure. Um, and I think he gets right this week. I, I, I still think... The Eagles are going to blow the Giants out at home. Um, I'm ready to see Tommy DeVito and his agent just fighting all the Philly fans. The (laughs) the Italians against the Phillies. It's going to be uh, something to see here. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the the Eagles still just such a better team. I'm playing all my Eagles. I'm not holding back any Eagles this week going against the division rival Giants. At home in Philly, they need wins badly. I could see the Eagles outright just smoking. Yeah, these I would tools. play if if you're, if, he, if their cousin is on the Eagles, I'd play them. Like <laughs> I, I would play all the Eagles, and I would be very wary of playing any Giants whatsoever. Saquon, uh, I mean, I know he's RB one, and we've had this conversation before with the RB ones. I don't like it because if I'm Philly, I'm like, okay, let's stop Saquon. And, as a, as then, a
1: Saquon owner, I'm sad to hear that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, if I if I just if you were playing defense against them, you'd be like pin your ears back, stop the run, make Tommy DeVito beat us, and take Saquon out of the situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I hope you're wrong, but... Yeah.
1: All right, next Saturday game uh, for me is the Buffalo Bills versus the LA Chargers. Um, it is worth noting that weather won't be an issue. Also worth noting, James Cook practice today with an illness, so that is something to monitor after his absolutely enormous Week 15 performance. Uh, you're starting Josh Allen. You're starting Stephon Diggs. Uh, but I want to talk about the Chargers here real quickly, Johnny. Austin Eckler has officially taken a backseat to second year running back Isaiah Spiller. I don't Crazy. know if you I don't know if you looked at the uh, the workload from this past week, but Spiller carried the ball 16 times against the Raiders. Wow. Eckler. I didn't know that. Eckler, five. That's that's not even a little close. That's Josh Kelly, also five. Wow. Uh, and as somebody who who drafted Eckler and traded for Eckler what what do I do with him, uh, honestly?
0: I mean, it's not like he's a it's not like he's a uh, priority at this point in the season. They're probably not gonna make the playoffs. Um, they they've been eliminated from playoff contention. Oh, I, I didn't even realize that that had happened yet. So I mean, it's like at this point, if you're the Chargers, you fired your coach. You're experimenting every week. Your quarterback's gone. You're experimenting every week, And um, trying to save Eckler from future injury. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I I that's rough, bro. I'm sorry. That's that's tough. I don't really know. I have any good advice on how to handle Eckler. Um, But if you have another running back that you love, that you see is in an optimal position, I'd play him over Eckler. Yeah.
1: Keenan Allen questionable. Uh, He did not play last week with a heel injury. Uh, And I'm not sure that with Easton stick under center, if I can start anybody from this Chargers team with this, with this downfall of Austin Eckler.
0: Rough. Still liking all your bills though. Diggs, Gabe Davis. Don Kincaid. I don't
1: start Gabe Davis or Kincaid. Kincaid did not even have a target this past week. I, we're talking about week 16. We're going to our fantasy championship if we, if we win this matchup. I'm I'm saying
0: Cook, Allen, and Diggs. That's it. Oof. I got Gabe Davis, so I'm thinking about playing him. <laughs> Might have to think twice. All right, next up for me, we're looking at Sunday. I've got Cleveland at Houston. Like we've all been waiting for, the Joe Flacco uh, Case Keenum matchup. <laughs> I was surprised I didn't go with David Davis Mills, but Keenum was, was long neck self was there on the sidelines the yeah. whole game, and they rocked with Case Keenum. Yeah, as of right now, Stroud is not playing, That is it's not officially listed out. From what I read, he's not officially listed out, but they have said he's not playing. Like uh, um, there, there's like a five percent chance or something like that. Um, so they're not going to risk it, I would imagine, against Miles Garrett. <laughs> it's just going to break him even more. Um, I wouldn't play him. Uh, we've talked before um, many episodes how I believe Cleveland is a top one or two or three defense. They are up there. They are one of the best in the league. Um, so I do not like uh, any Texans. I know I know Case Keenum made some things happen last week against the Titans. The Browns' defense is so much better than the Titans. Um, I'm not playing any Texans this week. They're depleted anyways. I like Noah Brown. I picked him up on my team. Um, but he's going to sit on my bench this week going I, against the Browns. I,
1: I like Dalton Schultz a little bit.
0: Just because you have to force in into the tight end, yeah, I, 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 mean, get it. I get it. I will say I, I like Amari Cooper for the Browns. Uh, the veterans, man, Flacco's like, hey, I recognize Amari Cooper is my saving grace in this league. He's gotten 22 targets in the last two games. It's a lot of targets. Flacco clearly trusts him. Uh, and Houston is number 25 against uh, passing yards. So I, I like Amari Cooper this week. That might be the only Brown I like. All right, Sunday,
1: Indianapolis Colts versus the Atlanta Falcons. That will be inside in Atlanta. Um, Michael Pittman took a nasty yes, hit. Nasty, it was bad. And that that KZ guy is now suspended for yeah. the year. Uh, he's still in concussion protocol. I would be shocked, absolutely shocked if he played. Uh, Zach Moss, questionable shoulder injury. Uh, Jonathan Taylor actually got a bit of good news today. He's going through walk walkthroughs this week. I and, guess he did he is questionable. week
0: too. But different, more more optimistic this week.
1: I think that if both of them play, I'm staying away. But if one of them plays, I, I like it. It's it's a good matchup against the Falcons. But uh, Trey Sermon actually looked very I thought so too. serviceable. Yeah. Um. So if if it's just one mm-hmm. of them, I'll play them. If it's all three, I'm out. Um. When Michael Pittman went down last week, Johnny Gardner Minshew targeted eight different people. That's a lot. So you're probably staying away from the pass catching options. As far as the Falcons go, man, they played in an absolute monsoon last week in North Carolina. Um, it's it's really tough to have any real takeaways from that game because I mean Bijan did not look good. No, um, but I mean you're you're gonna play him, right? Right in the, in this matchup, um, it's it's really frustrating, but you, you just kind of gotta ride the guys who got you here. It, Bijan could take any play at any point to the house, so he, he's got to be in your lineup. And then Drake London is probably flex worthy, but man, that passing offense is just, it's just horrendous. I really hope that uh, Mr. Blank gets rid of Mr. Smith this off season.
0: Yeah. Um, I, my next game, I'm excited to talk about this game because I've been down on the Jaguars for the last few weeks. Um, last week they played who I believe is the best defensive football in the Baltimore Ravens. The week before that, they played the best defense in the league, which was the Cleveland Browns. Um, They've played the Chiefs this year, which is a top five defense to me. They've played the 49ers, top five defense to me. Um, they played the Steelers at their best. They've played the Saints. They've played the Bills. The Texans have had a decent defense. The Titans. When you look at the defenses that the Jaguars have played this year, very good defenses. Very good defenses. We didn't necessarily know it at that time. But I look at Trevor Lawrence's stats. I know people have been down on him a little bit last couple weeks. On the year, he's still at 66% completions. And this year, he's had five, five games where he's completed 75% of his passes or more. That's a lot. That's a lot. In the NFL, to complete 75% of your passes, that's a lot. In the um, last two games, he's been playing on a leg and a half, too, because yeah. that ankle is just yeah, beat he's up. he's for sure. Um, I love Evan Ingram this week. Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley both have 109 targets this year. Ingram has 88 receptions leading the team. Um, he's a top five in, top five tight end. Uh, he's actually less than a point away from George Kittle, who's number four. Um, I, I look at Evan Ingram as a must play this week, and I actually have him and George Kittle on the same team. I'm playing Evan Ingram. This is going a against,
1: must win game for the Jags. Yeah, Colts, must Texans, win.
0: Jags all tied. They're going against Tampa Bay, who's 31st in passing yards giving up and 27th in completions giving up. Um, I just look at this as an easy contest compared to the last two that – Trevor Lawrence has had. It's a must-win game. I'm, I like all the Jags, but especially Evan Ingram. As far as the Buccaneers go, I don't have any hate towards any of them. Rashad White's been doing really well. Baker has been doing so much better than we thought. But you know you have Baker Mayfield. You know what you have there. Play your bucks at your own risk. There's no reason not to play them against the Jaguars. All
1: right, Sunday,
0: Seattle Seahawks
1: at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, weather in Nashville looks really good. High of 63 and cloudy. That's great for December. Uh, Will Levis not practicing Wednesday with an ankle injury. Uh, so um, whether it's him or Tannehill, I think D-Hop is a borderline wide receiver too. Uh, you're playing Derrick Henry, and that's where you draw the line. Right. Uh, Seahawks, super frustrating for fantasy managers. <laughs> um, there are two of them in this room right now. Um, but Metcalf has looked really, really good lately. Did not get in the end zone this past weekend, but was their leading um Was their leading receiver. Kenneth Walker actually had a good game, which surprised a lot of people, including my co-host Johnny. Um, And I think that those are the only two guys that I'm playing with confidence. I did write down in my notes that Tyler Lockett led the team with nine targets. However, only caught three of them for 21 yards. Uh, This should be a good football game. um, But fantasy production might be hard to come by because two decent defenses. Drew
0: Locke had some of his swag back last game, and I'm not sure – I I forgot to look up the Geno Smith timeline. Um, is he coming back relatively soon? He or? was
1: he was ready to go this week. And they he's, chose Drew Locke. They chose Drew Locke. Okay. He's been battling shoulder and groin injuries. Gotcha.
0: But, hey, man, Lock. he's got some swag to him, dude. I'm here for it. I don't I'm know how you it. sit him after after he just – Yeah, beat no, absolutely. Goals. You can't. I don't, I, I don't you think can't. you can. Yeah, but either way, what I'm saying, it doesn't – whichever quarterback plays doesn't affect whether we're – or like the receivers or not. Yeah. I'm with them both. Um, my next game is going to be the Cardinals at the Bears. The toilet bowl, if you will, of the league here. Not <laughs> quite the two worst teams, but they're bottom. Sorry, I know you're Bears I lane, love but, the Bears. Uh, um, I, I, it's going to be nasty. It's going to be raining. It's in Chicago. Yeah, It could be a borderline tornado any day you're in Chicago. Um, going to be gross. Uh, I think it was like a 60 or an 80% chance of rain. I forget what it was, something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't like any Cardinals. No running game either. Bears, I, the Bears have allowed the least amount of rushing yards in the whole National Football League. We've been talking about the Bears. Yeah, uh, I don't love any of the receivers. I mean, Marquise Brown is questionable. Not that I don't. I don't like him anyways. Um, our guy Michael Wilson is back, but nobody's forcing it to him like Josh Dobbs did. So <laughs> uh, I don't like anybody on the Cardinals. The Bears are fine plays, I guess. You know, I mean, it's going to be raining, so it's like, you know, take that for what you will. It's not going to be a sunny and 70 game for the receivers. Um, They're going to use three running backs. Like, I don't love any Bears. They're probably going to score some points on on the Cardinals. I don't know what to do, really, to tell you there. It's nothing that I'm, like, aggressively telling you to play.
1: Johnny, I just got an alert on my phone. Geno Smith, full participant in practice today. Moving on to my next game, uh, Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. Weather, no issue. We will be inside for this game. And my first note on this is what have we been telling you about them Lions? Play them. Um, <laughs> if you listen to us, you were you were rewarded this past weekend. Goff, Gibbs, uh, St. Brown, Laporta, they all exploded. Play them all. Um, Montgomery needs a TD at this point to kind of be that X factor for you, but it could be his week at any point. Um, so, I'm, I'm absolutely playing David Montgomery as well. Um, as, as far as the Minnesota Vikings go, do you remember a couple weeks ago when I said, go ahead and pick up Ty Chandler yep. for your playoff run? got in the zone. I really hope you did because if you did, it's paying off in a big way. Uh, this should be a very fun game to watch. You're playing Justin Jefferson. You're playing Jordan Addison who had a wonderful game this past weekend. Points will be scored in this game, and I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm here for it.
0: Uh, my next game is going to be Dallas at Miami. Listen, it's going to be perfect weather down there in Florida. We're going to find out right now if Dallas, if they're frauds. We're going to find out. Um, and the Dolphins, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, the Dolphins have kind of put up against everybody. Uh, they've been pretty consistent. The, the The Cowboys, everybody, oh, they can't beat a team with a winning record. We saw what they did uh, against the Bills this week. Nothing. They did nothing. Absolutely nothing. So they're going to get a chance at redemption. If they get blown out again, against Miami. I mean, that says a lot of things. Um, Dallas right now is number four in passing yards. Miami's number 10. Uh, They've only played – and I'm talking about defenses. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, I'm talking about Dallas and Miami. It's going to be perfect weather down there in Florida. We're going to find out this week if we're dealing with some frauds, if we're dealing with some Super Bowl contenders. On both sides, really. Both sides, yeah. Um, What's crazy is Dallas – is number four in passing yards given up. Miami's number 10. Um, Only the Cowboys have only played two top 10 defenses. All right. Dak was 61.8% completion in the cold in Buffalo. The other team that he played was the Jets. That was at home and he completed 81.6% of his passes. So, you know, it kind of makes you wonder how much is weather a factor. That's what I uh, estimated was going to be a factor last week, and It was. But we're back down in the sun this weekend going against Miami. Um, the Dolphins, this is a factor here. The Dolphins are second league in sacks. I've watched Dak for years. When he's get, taking a lot of hits, he gets rattled. He forces throws. He hangs on to it too long. Um, it's always been a problem for Dak. When he takes a lot of sacks, it gets messy. Um, so the Cowboys, to me, kind of a toss-up. I think they could they could be just fine um, if he can get it together. But if they are getting to Dak, which I know they're going to try to do, um, that can mess things up for the Cowboys a lot. Uh, Tyreek Hill at this point is still questionable, but I'm playing every Dolphin no matter what. If they're playing, I'm playing them. They lead the league in points per game. Uh, Tua has over 200 yards in every single game but one, and it was like 197 or something like that. Um, but as we saw this past week, if Tyreek Tyree Hill can't play, Jalen Waddle an absolute must. All right,
1: uh, I just want to go ahead and thank Johnny for this uh, Washington Commanders versus New York Jets game. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think I start –
0: anybody from this this game if sam how's your best quarterback i mean he runs the ball a little bit too that's the only reason why i'm thinking he might be I'm, I'm
1: being serious like the commanders have good options but this is the best defense that they have played all year and as far as the jets go this is a fantastic matchup because the commander's defense is awful awful but the jets offense might be equally as awful <laughs> so i mean if you have garrett wilson if you have Brees hall you can play them in, in in a good matchup, and you're just kind of closing your eyes and praying for the best. But Johnny, thank you for this easy easy game
0: to script. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna actually. This is gonna be a fun game to be on TV for Christmas Eve night. All right, because it's gonna be snowing in Denver.
1: Ooh, you got
0: the Patriots at the Broncos. Not too exciting teams, but being up there in Mile High with the snow coming down on the TV. Both teams, are,
1: both teams should be prepared for snow. Yeah, so yes, that's for it. sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm absolutely not playing any Patriots. It's a mess. It's a mess over there in New England. I'm not going to play any of them. Hunter Henry, I sit him on the bench and he scores two touchdowns. So that's probably what he's going to do some talking trash. But <laughs> uh, I'm not playing any Patriots. And I know you keep bringing up Zeke on a week-to-week basis. Is Ramondre back? Nope. Okay. I, I mean, Zeke's an RB1. They're going to run the ball a lot. I mean, maybe. You know, if he's your best next option, like, what do you, you got to do what you got to do. But I don't love any Patriots. As far as the Broncos go, I like Cortland Sutton. I think Jerry Judy has a chance. Um, New England is number two in rush yards allowed. Um, so, you know, I, I I, don't see them trying to force-feed Javante Williams because it's hard to run against New England.
1: Historically, though, snow games favor the running game.
0: Right, and so it's like it's almost playing in New England's strength, and that is why I predict this is going to be a low-scoring game. I'm picking the Broncos. I think Russ gets it done. I think he throws a lot of passes to Cortland Sutton. I think he completes like half of them, and they're able to kick more field goals than the Patriots. (laughs) Uh, All right,
1: my final game to break down this week is the Green Bay Packers versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, We have a high of 61 in sunshine, so a complete 180 from last week uh, there in North Carolina. Uh, This figures to be another crummy game. Uh, The Panthers are great against the pass. And the Packers don't rush the ball well. Um, The Panthers are coming off a big win against the Falcons, like I said, in a monsoon game. I'm probably playing Jaden Reed, but Jordan Love is spreading the uh, love around in this offense. Uh, Nine different players last week got a target last week, Johnny. Yeah, that's wild. Let's be honest. If you're starting any Panthers in your week 16 to go to your fantasy <laughs> championship, you don't feel great. right? No, <laughs> the, the Panthers didn't get you there. <laughs> um, you, you have two Eddie Thielen, I guess. You have two volume plays here. Chuba Hubbard, he is getting basically all the work. 22 carries over 80 yards this past week, so maybe in your flex again. Adam Thielen gets a lot of targets, but they're not valuable targets. So maybe in your second flex spot, you can play Hubbard or Thielen, but I'm, I'm staying away.
0: We are getting quite the gift for the night game on Christmas night. We're going to end week 16 with Baltimore at San Francisco. Two of uh, literally the top one and top two, the top two defenses in points allowed. Baltimore's number one, San Francisco's number two. San Francisco is also number two in the league in total touchdowns scored. Uh, they're number three in points per game the The Baltimore Ravens are up there. They're number four in total points scored per game. So it's like two electric offenses with electric players um, going against the two best defenses. So I mean, I have no idea. I have no predictions. It's going to be playmaker versus playmaker. I cannot wait to watch. There's. No, I don't have a lot of fantasy advice for that game because what do you do? What's going to happen? You're playing them. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I, I'm sitting George Kittle for Evan Ingram. Okay, maybe, but but you're but, playing Debo.
1: You're playing McCaffrey. exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, I could see this game being one of those fun 38 to 41 games. I could see it being 14 to 10. Yeah. I mean, it's literally the best offenses against the best defenses, and there's only one way to find out uh, what's going to take over, and, and that's to play each other. So, a fantastic game, fantastic game on paper to end your Christmas night. I hope it. Uh, I hope it produces for us. Fun fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts. All right, for our fun fact, I'm going to throw out the topic of Christmas break memories with your siblings or with your families. I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I remember back in the day, we'd get on Christmas break, and me and my brother and my sister would go downstairs on, like, the first morning of Christmas break, and we would lay out all of our DVDs, and we would make an order of movies. <laughs> so, like, you'd get to pick. Like, all right, I'm picking the first movie. Boom, we're going here, and then we're going here, then we're going here. We'd have three movies lined up, and we would have, like, board games. Monopoly. Me and my brother used to play Monopoly one-on-one. We would do, like, best of seven. Holy cow. And we would, we would do... We would had to take days. Dude, it did it. So we, we were so, on our system, never broke it. We would just do like we just go like you just roll you pick up and roll and you never we never waited for anything and uh, you know you could get get a game in doing that in like thirty minutes wow so it's like yeah we would like that I loved Christmas break coming in there being like okay we're gonna play best of seven Monopoly watch movies all day those are my only obligations incredible times incredible times
1: one of my core memories for Christmas is one year um, my family and I we went to stay in a cabin um, for actually for Christmas and it was re- it was really really fun. Uh, one of the things I remember about that is I received a basketball. Uh, it was like all wrapped up. And on that basketball was a note from Santa Claus saying, This will go really good with the goal that you have at your house right now. And I will just, that's one thing I'll never ever forget. It's a core memory. I loved having like a destination Christmas. I've tried talking my wife into it. <laughs> She's on the fence. We're getting closer. But man, I just, that's just one of those Christmas core memories that I'll never forget.
0: That's awesome. That's good stuff. Well, hey, guys, you know, if you're listening to this, you're just a couple days away from Christmas time, which is way more fun, way more joyful than week 16 is going to be for the playoffs. Although, I do hope if you're there, you're winning as long as you're not playing us. We hope that our podcast has helped you get to this point, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Merry Christmas. And God bless you.